0: This is Case by Case, a podcast from the experts at Schneider Packaging Equipment.
1: Welcome to the Case by Case podcast brought to you by the experts at Schneider Packaging. I'm Hillary Kennedy and joining me on this very first episode is Tim Graham, product manager for Schneider Packaging. And Tim uses his mechanical electrical controls engineer experience to improve and develop new innovative solutions. Now, prior to his current role as product manager, Tim spent three plus years as a controls engineer specializing in robotic solutions and machine design, so today we're gonna be discussing how to improve performance and capabilities with IO-Link. So Tim, thanks so much for joining me today.
0: No, thanks for having me. All
1: right, we're gonna jump right in. IO-Link Industrial Communication Technology, it is reportedly growing by the double digits in the United States. So this point-to-point data communication method, it's increasingly preferred across industry for delivering device data break down for us how IO-Link benefits the end user.
0: Yes, so uh, I, like you mentioned, IO-Link is uh, kind of taking off within the industry and uh, the big piece that everyone's seeing the benefit for immediately is really controlling your data. So A, it takes the current sensors you're using, which most people don't even realize are IO-Link capable, and then from there gives you more so i'm getting more information out of the sensors but as well the ability to really lock down that data so whether they replace a sensor later or again are really trying to configure the sensor to more capabilities that is held within the sensor and within the master and even more when they go to replace that sensor everything gets pushed down it makes things very effortless so The big piece is is really more from your sensors, and and it's really being seen across the industry.
1: Well, so can you give us an example of how Schneider took an existing technology and improved performance and capabilities with IO-Link?
0: Yeah, so a a big, I can give you a perfect example of a customer. We had a customer out in the fields. They were seeing some issues, not necessarily from the machine or the sensor, but more from their operators playing with the settings. So the operators were going in, modifying, tweaking, and they kept realizing that shift to shift, each one had their setting that worked better for them. End of the day, uh, they weren't getting the repeatability that they wanted of their machine. What we did is we came in, we retrofitted it with IO-Link, and then from there, the settings were locked down in the PLC, but as well, they had the ability to go in and modify any of those settings from the HMI, and as well, that they from there could auto-configure as needed either back to factory settings or could then configure it anytime they needed to replace a, uh, a sensor. So it was a win-win, they loved it. And even more, uh, they bought two machine sense and all of them have this now standard on theirs and it's, it's, it's really, they've seen the benefit. And again, um, this is somebody we've worked with f- for decades. So it was a win for everybody.
1: Well, and like you just said, you know this isn't a new technology. So why do you think that it's gaining so much traction today? You know, when did the, the boom really start taking place?
0: Yeah, so in 2019, uh, Rockwell Automation came out with their version of IO-Link. Um, Rockwell, being the key technology provider within the U.S., uh, their adoption of it really took everybody to accepting it in, in the United States. Uh, but our big piece is we partnered with um, with Balif and, and what we gained from them is over 15 years of experience. So Balif uh, was one of the founding groups to, to really develop BioLink and it, to institute it. And with them, Schneider is now standardized across all our machines with their master. So what's really happening now is we're going from a buzzword of people saying, hey, I want IO-Link. I don't know what it does, but I want it. To uh, so they're starting to really understand all the capabilities that they can unlock with it. And even more, I, it's insane how much flexibility it, it brings. And what we're trying to do is give people that ability to not just unlock more settings of their sensors, but really start to be able to discover and kind of play with that. And by truly integrating all of this in to our PLC and our HMIs, uh, it, it allows, again, customers to get more comfortable and as well kind of explore uh, all the kind of fun settings that it has.
1: Nice. So let's talk about the industrial Internet of Things. Uh, those devices are set to provide greater data visibility, improved performance, and opportunities for automation. So how has the addition of IOLink link improved the upcoming IIoT technologies?
0: Yeah, uh, as i said the the amount of capabilities and data coming out of each individual sensor is huge let alone what the master brings back and forth uh everybody thinks more data is better but at the end of the day it has this downside of of trying to figure out which data to capture when and as well what to do with it once you have it so uh what we've really done is taken anything that needs to be configured either by a a third party or manually And we've taken that and put it right into the PLC. So anytime you are uh, downloading to the PLC, anytime, um, again, an operator changes a sensor out, what we're making it is all those settings are pushed back down. And as well, the operator is fully aware that this is happening. We're giving you notification. If a wrong sensor is plugged in, we're telling you where it's plugged into, what serial number is on that individual sensor, and then you're giving the ability to either pull data, push data, and again, we're really unlocking the true capability of every single sensor. What that gives us now is the ability to add a bunch of new technologies. So we've added uh, both changeover guidance as well as verification. So when again, an operator needs to change a machine over, we're gonna tell them where the machine is right now, the state of every location or change part And then as well, after they've completed the task, we're giving them full feedback that it was done correctly. So uh, we're taking something that was a a guessing game and a little bit of massaging uh, to a very efficient process. And this is all capable because we're getting all this feedback. Um, And again, we're continuously growing these capabilities. So uh, we're talking about this IIoT big data What do you do with it? Uh, Something as simple as like vacuum generation and us monitoring vacuum pressures, we're now able to monitor that over time so we can track that data, trend it. And then ideally, when you become uh, at a point where you need some either PM or again, maybe see some uh, instantaneous problems, we're able to alarm you to say, hey, maintenance needed now, maintenance needed upcoming, and we're able to track that. And again, give that information back to the customer.
1: So incredibly helpful. And Tim, you have actually worked with the vendor product managers to understand features to an advanced level and then developed all the programming and implementation for IO-Link within Schneider Packaging. So what would you say has been the general response from those managers once they understand everything that the IO-Link can do?
0: Yeah, so uh, Schneider's taken a very different approach to IoT and and, and into IO-Link. And the big piece of that is Uh, Everyone else views it as set it and forget it, that I should set all these sensors up, program them, and then once I'm done, you never have to touch them. Our approach is, hey, let's take uh, all this data and let's give it to the end user. So what we have is the ability to every sensor has an HMI uh, faceplate to it. You can change the settings. You can check the status of the sensor, uh, and we're going to this degree of detail that in the industry uh, i've gotten the feedback of no one else has done and really that's our big differentiator and and with that even more so the third party or the uh, actual product managers of the companies haven't developed any of this so i went from starting to use their pre-developed items to having to go uh, kind of pass it and do it from scratch but what it's given us is this unique solution that eliminates the need for a third-party software, the need to look up a manual to change a setting, we're giving everything to the user's fingertips right at an HMI level. And even more, we're giving you the ability to take all that data and do whatever you else need to do with it. So there's so much customization available that uh, as this uh, io trend grows, and as you said, double digits over the years, we can start taking the data that's pre-existing on the Schneider machine move it up to the cloud, move it where we need, do what we need with it, but it's all available versus uh, kind of the, again, the set it and forget it mindset where it all lives in the master. Uh, We've eliminated the need for that to be kind of locked down there. And it gives the capabilities to be endless in the future. And uh, it's getting a lot of, again, our vendors excited about uh, where this can kind of go and grow.
1: Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Well, this has been... A lot of fun, very informative. I really appreciate you, Tim Graham, for joining us on the Case by Case podcast. Thanks so much for sharing your expertise about IO-Link and how it's improving performance and capability in so many ways.
0: No, thank you very much. And again, uh, as people become more aware of this technology, you see other people getting excited. And again, you see where we can kind of move with it. So uh, we love, again, getting this information out there and working with customers to try to, again solve all their problems on a a case-by-case basis.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. We also want to thank all of the listeners for joining us for this episode. We appreciate it. If you want to see more episodes of the podcast and stay up to date with future episodes, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, we'll be back with another episode soon, but until then, I'm your host, Hillary Kennedy.